Welcome. This is the Life Habits Podcast Series, and my name is Carl Vradenberg. This is the series that helps you to learn new habits to optimize your life in order to stay sane in this crazy world. This is episode number 26, and the topic for today is resilience. Let's start with a definition of that term. Resilience is the positive capacity of people to cope with stress and catastrophe. It is also used to indicate a characteristic of resistance to future negative events. Now, I chose this topic today largely due to some of the feedback I've been getting and the conversations with a number of people about reactions to the world economic situation. A lot of people are concerned, and rightly so, I think, but we should really also think about the ways in which we can ensure that we build up our resistance or our resilience to be able to withstand any negative events and be able to not only withstand them, but also to be able to excel in times that are somewhat more challenging. So that's the topic for today, and I'd like to start off by going through a few thoughts from some other really good thinkers on this topic, and this topic in general. Anais Nin says, Life shrinks or expands in proportion to one's courage. Taller Cranston says, Wings are not only for birds, they're also for minds. Human potential stops at some point somewhere beyond infinity. Bob Richard says, it may sound strange, but many champions are made champions by setbacks. Ralph Waldo Emerson says, What lies behind us and what lies before us are tiny matters compared to what lies within us. Michael Jordan says, Obstacles don't have to stop you. If you run into a wall, don't turn around and give up. Figure out how to climb it, go through it, or work around it. Finally, Horace says, adversity has the effect of eliciting talents, which in prosperous circumstances would have lain dormant. So some good ideas to get us started on this overall topic of building up your resilience so that you can withstand anything that comes your way, whether it be due to this economic uh, climate that we're entering into and levels of uncertainty or whatever kinds of challenges may come your way in your life. So it's really a key attribute to have and a set of skills to be able to apply, I think, that are under this overall category of resilience that you need to develop in order to ensure that you can deal with any life circumstances and especially the kind of environment that we seem to be entering into. So let me go through my top 10 ideas that I'd like to suggest and offer to you to consider and to start these from the point of view of trying to develop these as things that you would get some practice at. And as we always talk about, and once you've practiced them a lot, then they can become habits. And then once they're habits, you do them really without thinking, and you have a 
really healthy way, in this case, in terms of resilience, of dealing with whatever life may send your way. Number one is to understand your level of resilience. Think for a moment about how you have reacted thus far in your life and also to the current circumstances. Think about your approaches, your reactions, what you've done in your own life to think about and make any changes due to some of the challenges that you may have experienced in your life. So think about how you approach those things today. Do you do anything really looking at being proactive at uh, dealing with these things? Or do you tend to just build up worry? Do you just spend your time um, becoming more concerned and really just waiting for things to happen? I think it's important to understand before we start, think about how you currently react to situations like this to get a sense of what your current levels of skill and approach are with regard to resilience. So give that some thought to begin with before we really start to take on these other ideas because it will also give you an idea as to uh, which ones of these may be most appropriate to you to start working on to improve your overall resilience. Number two is to assess and anticipate challenges and changes. What's key here is that one sure way of not having a very resilient approach to life is just to wait for life to impact you. So we hear a number of things happening, a number of concerns I'm sure you have in this environment. If we just sit back and don't do anything, then you're going to be hit with whatever is going to come your way. If on the other hand, you really assess your overall environment and you think about what kinds of things could come down the road and think about how you might be able to deal with those events, then you'll be in a much better position of anticipating those changes, making changes in your own life to react to any of those changes and also you won't be that surprised if any of these things may in fact uh, happen so now all of our situations are a little different and so i'm not going to get into real specifics here but really would suggest that you think of all of the things that are in your life whether it's this particular uh, economic climate we're in or any number of other changes that may come about try to anticipate what might actually change and then think about how you could actually better understand what those changes may involve in order to understand what may be opportune to change with regard to the anticipation of those events, if those events were to happen. So number two is really this assess where things are at with regard to your overall environment and then anticipate what may change in the future so that you will be prepared when and if any of those changes actually do happen. Number three is to consider strategies to avoid negative outcomes. Now, you've just done this assessment and you've considered and anticipated what things may happen. Now's the time to really think about what could you do to ensure that any negative outcomes that you just anticipated might actually happen, you know, if certain conditions are satisfied. Now's the time to really think about ways of avoiding that. 
Are there things that you can do in your sphere of influence? Remember, we've talked about that concept before as well. There's certain things you really can't change, right? But there's some certain things too that you can change that are actually in your sphere of influence. And now's the time, especially during more challenging times, to really think through what some of those things may be. And like I said before, not just to wait for those things to happen and then start to think about what your approach might be. Instead, try to anticipate what might happen and then think hard and think innovatively about the ways in which you could change your environment so that you can avoid some of those negative consequences or negative events and even avoid experiencing any of those negative consequences at all. So rather than worrying, get active. Now's the time to really get focused on what you can do to inoculate yourself, to do, to know what you might be able to do to make sure that you can withstand the challenges of a changing environment. Number four is to diversify your areas of focus to become more multidimensional. If in your work life or in your school life or in your home life, you have a unidimensional focus today. Uh, let's take an example. If you're in university and you have a certain strategy for areas of focus with regard to your areas of study and the kinds of areas you're going to be looking at for jobs in the future, now's really the time to think even harder about if you were to be entering into a more difficult work environment and opportunities for employment, you want to make sure you differentiate yourself even further by thinking hard about not just a single subject that you may be really good at. You may want to look hard at what are some of the other attributes, what are some of the other skills that may make you even more diversified to make you more differentiated and to make you even more employable and to make it such that you could enjoy your life uh, and your job uh, more too because you have a wider set of skills than a single uh, unidimensional one. And the same goes for a working environment. You know, thinking of a situation where you may have certain skills in your job, you can make yourself even more you know, desirable to make you even more valuable to the organization that employs you by thinking of other ways that you can really make sure that you're a really phenomenal employee that contributes to the overall business. During times of change like this, it's not usually a good strategy to, as I said earlier, sit back and just do everything the way you have been doing in the past. Now may be the time to seize the opportunity to develop some additional skills, develop some more knowledge, and be able to be even more effective in what you do. So think about the whole approach to diversifying your areas of focus. And of course, don't forget either that while you're diversifying, realize that your core competencies, those areas of expertise that you really have at the heart of what you are and who you are, 
you want to make sure that you hone those effectively as well to ensure that you're optimally effective in what you do every day. Number five is ensure that you have a good support system, your family and friends, people you can trust. I think when we're in an environment where things are changing, it's often not an idea to deal with all of these on your own. You really do need, for any number of things in life, you really are better off making sure that you deal with them with others that care about you and for you. And so make sure that you continue to develop and hone and foster relationships that are very important uh, to you. And it also is the case that you can provide those very important people in your life additional support as well. So this isn't just a matter of you getting support from them, but it's also a matter of you being able to provide support for them as well. So I think overall support systems are important at all times, but especially if we're entering in more challenging times. And even if these don't get really uh, challenging, if this really isn't going to be, you know, as bad as some people are arguing that it might become, these are still really good skills and abilities to develop in any kind of environment, but they are particularly important to develop and hone in order to withstand the challenges that may come from a changing environment like some of the ones that we're hearing about uh, currently. Number six is to relieve stress via exercise and hobbies. So just mentioned your core competencies that you should be working on and diversifying your interests and developing additional skills and the like to be even more effective in your job or be able to get a job with regard to those of you who are at university. We also have to realize that we need to be able to relax and relieve stress too. And especially during more challenging times, it's very important to make sure that you have mechanisms to relax and develop you know, hobbies that are enjoyable. Now, ideally, the work you do should be enjoyable and all. And I'm sure in, in many ways it probably is. But there are also times when you just want to completely get out of that environment and truly relax and also to uh, exercise. As I've mentioned many times before in this series, it's important to develop those skills. And there's a bunch of ideas, if you go back to previous episodes as well, that will give you some specific suggestions for what to do in these areas. Number seven is to focus on the positives. It's quite amazing to me that I listen to a number of people talking about, you know, challenges that we're hearing about every day that I keep referring to and have nothing but negative perspectives on those. It's not that difficult to find people who are that negative. And I've said many times before in this series that it's just not very beneficial to you to always be negative. And if you're around people who are negative a lot of the time, that's not beneficial either. So I would suggest that if you are talking to somebody that has nothing to say with regard to how to improve the situation, and what I mean here is not a matter of advice for, you know, the leaders of countries and what they should be doing. That's generally in your 
part of your areas of influence that you don't actually have influence over, right? So what I mean here really is if somebody is talking to you about ideas for improving your situation as I am right now, that's appropriate to engage a conversation in. But if some friend of yours is doing nothing but speaking about all the negatives and how everything is just going to, you know, the world is going to end, that kind of discussion, I'd say cut those conversations short. They are not any use to you. Now, I'm not suggesting here either to be completely oblivious to, you know, reality either. There are certain things that are important to be aware and be informed about uh, what's happening, but you don't need to be indulging in those and really getting yourself, you know, really down uh, with regard to those. So I'm suggesting here is to focus on the positives. Focus on the ways in which you can change yourself. Focus on and foster relationships with people who are positive, because that's the way that you're going to be able to really continue to enjoy your life effectively and also make the appropriate changes in your life and the various aspects of your life to make you resilient to any negative effects of any changes that are happening as well. And you can't be resilient if you do nothing but focus on the negatives or spend a lot of time with people who are also really negative because they too will bring you down. Number eight is to keep things in perspective. And that is to really keep your priorities in mind. You know, think about the things that we've talked about previously as well, about the things that really mean the most to you things that are the most important to you and your life. Ultimately, when you think about your own, your satisfaction, your own uh, enjoyment of life, it's all of those things, things that may well include, you know, your family, dealing with your family, dealing with your hobbies, uh, etc. All of those things are important to you. And don't forget that. Get Keep things in perspective. When everybody's talking about gloom and doom here, keep in perspective what fundamentally is important to you, which I would suggest is probably fairly likely to be things that are not going to be directly impacted by any of these kinds of changes that are being talked about. So keep things in perspective when you hear reports and hear people talk about, you know, changing uh, environments. Number nine is to act decisively when that's required. There are going to be instances where there's some opportunity for you to do things differently. And if you've done the appropriate anticipation of what some of those things may be, you may well need to act quickly. And it may well not be appropriate to procrastinate on those kinds of decisions. It may well be appropriate to think hard and fast about what some of these opportunities may involve and then, you know, seize that opportunity to really make some changes if the changes are in fact required and may well be in your best interest. So keep in mind that it's important to know when it's important to make decisions and make changes in order to improve your overall uh, life. So there are times when you don't want to be sitting back and pondering forever or worrying about forever any number of decisions that need to be made now is the time in this kind of environment to, as I said earlier, assess, anticipate, and be decisive about, you know, changes that may well be required. Number 10 
is to take stock regularly. And this is this whole notion that I've talked about many times before as well of ensuring that you consider what's going on in your life, the ways in which you're reacting to it with all the things that I've just been talking about here and seeing which of those things are being effective and which of those things are not being effective at all. And then make your mid-course corrections. Again, during a time that is more relaxed and is highly prosperous and everything is just going swimmingly, often you don't need to quite so diligently be tracking how things are going and what your reactions are and the like, although it's generally still a good practice to take stock regularly. But especially during times that are more challenging and perhaps not quite as prosperous, those are the times to also step back regularly and think about how effective are you being? Are there some things that you really aren't paying attention to appropriately? Are there some opportunities that really you should be seizing? Are there some things happening that you hadn't really been paying attention to but should? Because if you do, you're going to be able to you know, improve your situation significantly. Because what's going on here really is, as the quotes that I mentioned or several of the quotes that I mentioned off the top have mentioned as well, you can either sit back and let the world have its impact on you and then take the consequences of that happening to you. And those consequences may well be negative. Or you can take this resilient approach to it where you say, look, I want to understand what's going on here. I want to optimize my approach to doing this. I want to make sure that I'm not overly stressed. I'm going to sure that I'm working with and getting ideas from my overall support system. And you know what? I see some great opportunities. I'm going to chase those opportunities. And here's the time that you can actually seize these opportunities and be that much more effective in your life and that much more prosperous as well, perhaps if you take that kind of approach. And like I said earlier, if you are in an environment that is really unchanging and things are going very well, the opportunities for negative outcomes are less. Often, the opportunities for positive outcomes are less too. During more challenging times, like I would suggest, or as most people would suggest now, we're in or about to get into, this is the time when outcomes can be more negative too, but very, very importantly, positive outcomes can be significantly greater too. But what that requires is being resilient, being on top of your game more so than you ever were in the past. No matter what kind of thing you do in your life, you've got a great opportunity to get really in-depth on all the factors that are around you and look for the opportunity to improve, to innovate, to make changes that will not only allow you to withstand any negative events and negative changes, it can actually give you the opportunity to seize those opportunities and be even that more successful and happy in your life as well. So here then is an environment where we want to take everything that we've learned thus far in this overall series, apply them during this kind of a more challenging time, think hard about 
the 10 ideas I've given you in this episode and apply them. And as I've said many times, this coming week, take one or two of these ideas and really run with them. Try them this week. Don't just make this book knowledge. Don't just make this, you know, oh yes, I listened to the podcast and yeah, those are some interesting ideas and just go on to the next podcast. This is not the time to do that. Even if you've done this for previous episodes in this series, I'd suggest that this is one that is particularly important to sit back, look at these top 10 items, choose one or two or three of them, and actually do that this week. If you do that, you'll be on your way to building your level of resilience, increasing the likelihood that you will succeed and succeed really well during difficult times. And if you don't take seriously these ideas now, you could be setting yourself up for experience whatever is going to be be happening to you. So here's an opportunity to really seize the moment to develop this level of resilience and make a difference as we go into challenging but opportunity-generating times as well. Now, I'd like to also remind you that you can get in contact with me by writing to lifehabits at gmail.com. You can also get to the show notes at lifehabits.net. And just as a reminder too, the show notes are there, the top 10 lists and the quotes are there too at that site on the third tab. And the quotes and the top 10 lists are also available directly in the mp3 file that is downloaded to your computer or directly to your iPhone or iPod Touch. And in those environments, the iPhone and the iPod Touch, you can just tap the screen and you will see these quotes and top 10 lists. In the case of those of you who don't use those particular devices but use other ones, or if you uh, are using iTunes, and virtually all of you are using iTunes from what I've seen, you can also go into the podcast section, click on this particular podcast episode, right-click, then click on the Get Info, and the Get Info will bring up a little window that also includes a tab called Lyrics. And if you click on the Lyrics tab, you will also get that very same quotes and top 10 lists information as well. So it's available in all locations and you can access it and then very importantly, apply it. So that's the topic for this installment, resilience. I really encourage you to try these ideas this week because I would love for you to be able to be highly successful during these challenging times. And the way you can do that as I've said, is to build your level of resilience. So all the best with doing that during the next week. And I thank you for listening as always. And we'll talk to you next time. And bye for now.